Welcome, everyone, to Season 3 of the Mercer County Podcast Club. My name is Mr. Ruggles, and I will be presenting all this stuff for you uh, on our very first episode of Season 3. Can you believe it, folks? Season 3. Well, we've got a great lineup for you. We've got a great student talk with Riley King and Hunter Smith and myself talking about all the things. New stuff here at Mercer County High School. And then we will be talking to uh, Mrs. Cooper. Uh, She's our new principal. She's doing a great job. And uh, Kellen King talks to her and sees what's going on with her and all the things that she wants to do here at Mercer County. Then lastly, we got Miles Showalter, who's in our podcast club, interviewing our senior, Matt Lucas, Matthew Lucas. Uh, He'll be talking about the football season and all the things that he wants to do in the future and all that good stuff. So thank you for listening and stick around and listen all year long to the Mercer County Podcast Club. Thank you. I am Hunter Smith, and welcome back to Season 3 of Podcast Club. This is September's Student Talk portion. Joining me today are Mr. Ruggles. Hi! And Riley King. Hello. So, I know we're a little removed from it now, but how is everyone's summer? Not too bad. <laughs> Not too good. bad. Did you do anything fun? I, this is usually where I complain about how busy my summer was and how I didn't get to do anything fun, but I had a good summer. I said that a long time. I went to Nashville with the jazz band and the kids, and it was fun. Riley, you were with us. It was fun. And then the week after, I went to Vegas with my son as a graduation present for him. That was fun. No sleep. And then I went to New York City for a weekend. That sounds like you had a good time. I did. Which of those trips did you like the most? Uh, I'll say Vegas because it was a lot of fun. It was fun. Because, like, we just went to concerts and comedy things, and it was a lot of fun. And ate great food. Yeah. We were, we did it up. We did a good time. We had fun. And did you go anywhere this summer, Riley? Um, Just Nashville on the band trip, which was really cool. I saw a lot of things I've never seen before. What was your favorite part of the trip? I like the backstage opera tour, because I thought it was really cool to see, like, what all of the artists see before they go on stage. That was cool. But you worked for the school. I did. All summer, moving stuff from Joy to Alito and everywhere else. and You didn't put that on your fun list. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a particular reason why? It no. was a lot of work that we didn't know we were going to be doing. Like right. Like landscaping and stuff that I've never done before. But Lots of education there. Yeah. <laughs> now, Riley's a junior. She's a new member of the, of the team. Yeah. So, you know, what's it like being... This is your first time ever recording a podcast, at least with us. So what what are you thinking so far? Um, it's weird to hear my own voice in the headphones. Right. But besides that, I think it's going to be fun. She's doing a great job so far. You know, it has been a pretty good time between doing it last year and this year. It's There's a lot of um, interesting things, Santa Claus. That, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, tune into last season's uh, December portion of our podcast. I always say... That no one listens to this anyway. Like, I can see the plays, and I tell you guys the plays. But, I mean, maybe we get 50, 60, 70, which is okay. Somebody's listening. Mm-hmm. Your mom probably listens, doesn't she, or no? No. Oh, Sherry. <laughs> we got to get on here. Yep. My gosh. So, you know, we just uh, started a fundraiser for Banyard. And so how is that going for you? Have you sold anything yet? 
Riley. Um, I haven't even asked anyone yet. <laughs> That's the goal for today. We're going to ask someone. <laughs> I don't like fundraisers. I t- said that yesterday, and no. I, I got up extra early for this, and I sent out an email to all your parents. And it's just a necessary evil for, for any program. You know, I mean, we get money from the school, but it's adequate, but we need other stuff. And this is the one that we do. We only do one. There are lots of people that do bunches and bunches and bunches. But if Riley wants to travel with us in 2024, this goes towards her trip. And so that's an important thing for her to do that. God, then that's going to be the, you'll be graduated. Yep. Wow. (laughs) So, you know, besides podcasts, what are some other things you're involved with, Riley? Um, I'm in student council. I play volleyball, softball. I'm in Starbucks whenever that starts back up. Um, I think that's about it. I think it's hard to find kids that like to read. You have a book with you, don't you? No. You don't read? I, ever since the you know AR program when I was younger, we right, forced to read and being graded on it, and it made me just not like reading at all. But Star Program is about reading books and all that, right? Yeah, we just like meet, talk about any books we're reading. Last year, we took a field trip to Apollo and New Boston to talk to like the elementary kids and like read to them and help them out with it. See, I think that's great. Yeah. I have a stack of books that I need to read at home that I didn't. I play too much Xbox and listen to music and whatever. And I need to read those books. So, um, I heard you made a pretty expensive purchase. I don't know what I did. We can't talk about the details. (laughs) That is part of the reason why I can't. I'm not reading either, but I did buy a Rush pinball machine over the summer. And, you know, he said that, um, you know, from the time I was in sixth grade, he'd always be talking about how if he, Mm -hmm. if they ever came out with a Rush pinball machine, he'd be buying that. And I was emotional. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds so stupid. But Amber came home and she thought there had been a death in the family. Like I was like beside (laughs) myself and I'm like, Amber, the place called because I was on a waiting list. They said they called and they have one. And this is this is their last one. And this is the time to do it. And I did it. <laughs> and I didn't have the room. Like, my wife is a good woman. Like, she was like, <laughs> okay, this makes you happy. And I'm like, okay. And we did it. It was fun. It's great. I'm glad I have it. Like, there's never been a day where I've been like, I shouldn't have done that. No. No. So, um, what do you think about, you know, for starting our first normal, normal in quotes, year in three years almost? You know, yeah, at least two. Yeah. Like it's good, right, Riley? Yeah, I mean, it's exciting to like be able to do things, not have to worry about being sent home for quarantine or we get to use lockers, which is fun. Like, I think it's a lot better than it has been the past two years. Did you just just say using lockers is fun? Okay, well, I like having all my stuff, but at the same time, it's so annoying to carry around a book bag. Right. Yeah, that's that's one thing that I do kind of miss from the COVID years is um, being able to carry my backpack around because I found myself forgetting things in my locker and all that stuff. And then you get all the way to the classroom and you're like, oh, crap, I have to go all the way back to my locker to grab that stuff. I think it's just different. I mean, each of these years have been different. Think about it, Riley. You haven't had a normal. I mean, like, okay, so this is a normal year, but this is your first normal year. Yeah. Right. Because I had COVID that shut down eighth grade. So I never got graduation or promotion, I guess. Mm -hmm. But. Yeah. I mean, it, I'm glad, I'm super glad that it's normal, but it's a different type of, I don't know. It's like, you got to get your body back into it in your mind. Like it's a whole thing. Yeah. I didn't expect, you know, because a lot of things started later in the year last year because, you yeah. know, right at the beginning there was a big surge of school. So a lot of things were put on halt and, you know, we did get to do a lot of things that we didn't get to do. My 
sophomore year, which would have been the uh, first like big year we came back after COVID because we shut down um, second semester of my freshman year. And it was really weird having to start all this stuff late and having to do everything online with Scholastic Bowl and all that stuff, yeah. especially that was all online. I'm a busy guy, right? And so when I wasn't busy, that took a long time to get used to. And now it's getting it's difficult to get busy again and get used to that yeah and i completely understand that that's the same you're a busy guy too we're all busy people you know you just talked about all the things you're in riley it's busy yeah so did you think we were gonna get over covid this fast or do you think it wasn't fast enough um well like in eighth grade they told us we're gonna have two weeks and then we're gonna be back after two weeks we're gonna be back to normal and then it ended up being all the way like i don't even know four or five months so I definitely thought it was not going to be as long as it was. And then it just kept going and going. And it was very, like, abrupt, like, ending. Because, like, I remember Mrs. Day told us last year that we just didn't have to wear masks anymore. And then after that, no more masks. Like, it was very, like, abrupt ending to yeah. multiple years of COVID. That, that was really weird when it was just, like, one day you don't have to wear masks anymore. And that was, like, it's oh, is it over or are we still going to have to do quarantines and all that stuff? And It lasted way longer, I thought. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm, I'm not one of those people that's like, I hated it. I mean, I didn't like it, but I knew it was my job and this is what we had to do. And I thought like talking to those seniors, you know, right when it, when we shut down in that March and it was two weeks and I told them, I'm like, guys, this could be it. You know, you need to prepare yourself mentally, which, how do you do that? And it was it. Mm-hmm. You know, that was crazy. You but know, that those seniors, I feel so bad for them because they didn't get, you know, their graduation or yeah. anything like that. I mean, that. they got and that drive through thing that we did. They did the best that we could. I want to say that we did the best that we could. I mean, there's a lot of people that didn't play their horns in their band programs all last year or in the first part of it mm-hmm. and during that part. And we did. It may not have been good, but we played them. <laughs> <laughs> like how many people were in your band, Riley? Do you remember? Was that a small band? Um, no, we had a bigger band, maybe like 15, 20. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that funny to say? Yeah. Oh, we had a big band. It was like 15. You know, I also think that was really weird because you would have junior varsity yeah. band members with like, you'd have yeah. freshmen with seniors. And that's something that we didn't really ever, haven't really ever done. I thought out of the positives of that, it put different kids in leadership situations that they weren't used to being in. Yeah. Like, was there another saxophone in your band? Derby. Oh, my gosh, you <laughs> cheater. Anyway, but there were some kids that all of a sudden, now you were the person. And there are a lot of kids that don't like that. Mm-hmm. And But that teaches them to be like that. Like, that's called responsibility, and they need to learn to have some of that. Yeah. It was really weird for me playing the lowest part in yeah. the whole band because, you know, I'm used to being the, the melody of the low brass, mm-hmm. and it's it was so weird having to play. I had, I had to learn fingerings for notes that were way lower than I'd right. ever played before. Yeah. Wow. So what are some things you kind of forgot existed before COVID? Um, well, like having to play sports with a mask on, which was awful. And then when we didn't have to do it anymore, it was like so weird not to have to worry about pulling it up every couple seconds and having to worry about making sure it was on right and all that stuff. Which speaking to that, like they don't have to wear masks anymore, but we can't use the gym because it's under construction. (laughs) Yeah. So I wouldn't necessarily say it's not because of COVID, but it's not normal. That's Mm -hmm. yeah. That's kind of annoying. So that's kind of uh, stemming into my next point. Like, what have you noticed that have been different around the school this year? I think there's lots of cool things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you, 
tell me yours. Well, we have like, I like the decals on the doors. Like when you come in, you can't like see in, but you can see out. And I think that's really cool. Like, I don't know. I just think it's cool. The floors are great. Oh yeah. And the new floors are like, awesome. That is impressive. And finally, I mean, we're running the air conditioning, which is nice. Which I never thought would happen. Yeah, it was 61 school. degrees in the choir room yesterday. No, it's, it was 61 this morning when I came in. We just got little kinks to work out on some <laughs> of that stuff. Um, but, you know, we're getting there. I still think it's a great building. I, th- I still think it's it's good and uh, just little improvements that you do each year are positive. I still think it's really weird not having the lockers in the freshman hallway. That is a wide hallway now. Mm-hmm. Probably where it's supposed to be. Yeah, because before, you know, it kind of felt like, everyone was just crammed in there and that like no one could get through when you needed to get through quickly. And there was just like, it seemed like hundreds of people in there at all times. And now that the lockers aren't in there, there's no one in Is there. Is your like locker ever. on first or second floor? First. What's yours? First. Do they group them in classes? Like here's the seniors, here are the juniors? Not or they just really. randomized? They're just pretty much randomized. Oh, I think okay. it might be by last name. Now. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. So it's like complete alphabetical through the classes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I two lockers down for me there's a freshman that has a locker did you decorate your locker riley i did not <laughs> oh, boo. Larry, uh, hunter did you you almost called me larry <laughs> i did <laughs> no i haven't i haven't decor- or decorated a locker in, well uh, you guys are no fun <laughs> i don't think i would have either i don't know i wish you guys could have like if we could have a time machine and go back in time that freshman hallway with the two lockers in it and band was fourth hour right before lunch okay so they would release 80 kids out of the band running full tilt down that hallway while people were trying to get to their lockers, and it was chaos. It was fun. As a teacher, chaos. But as a student, it was a blast. Didn't you have a mullet in high school? No. No? No. No. Next question. <laughs> uh, so um, homecoming's coming up, too, so are you excited for that? Yeah, I think it's going to be fun. I'm glad that we can hopefully have it outside again because I thought that was really cool last year. Yeah, I thought that was a really good idea. You know, I personally didn't go last year. Come on, Hunter. um, (laughs) But I thought it was a really cool idea having it outside, and that would kind of – that kind of goes back to the COVID thing. That was one good thing that came out of COVID, I think. Yeah, you got to think outside the box a little bit, and then in doing so, you found out some things that were kind of cool. Like I – that was a lot of work, and Riley has been brave enough to say that she's going to help with the parade – like yeah. did you did you get that file I shared with you yesterday? Yes, I did. So we'll start talking about that and doing all that, and uh, <laughs> it'll be great time. And Western is the theme, so we'll have some country music played, and it'll be a lot of fun. I'm glad it's Western. I think it's a great theme. I did not push that. The student council voted on it. What were some other theme ideas that you had? Oh my gosh, can you remember Riley? Um, we had music genres, cities. Yeah. I thought cities was an interesting. One. Yeah, I, I kind of liked it. Yeah. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting, too. That would have been funny. I think those were, like, the main ones we voted on. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. So, like, would freshmen have gotten Detroit or something like that? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> so, um, you're involved with volleyball, and how's that been going, having to do that in joy? Um. I'm happy that we have that gym that we can use because it can see everyone like having to do it in the junior high and Alita would not have worked because our student section would take up like a third of the bleachers like there just wouldn't have been room. Um, There is no air conditioning in Joy, which is kind of annoying because it's really hot in that gym, but it's good for what we got. Like, I'm glad we have that gym to be able to use. 
are we like a couple weeks away or do we know? We have absolutely no idea. Oh. Like, <laughs> it's going to be nice when it's done. Yes. But we would like to be back in our gym. Because at this point, I'm like worried about activity day for homecoming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. And also, if it takes too long, like what's basketball going to do? What's How's Pat Band going to be organized? I don't think it's going to go that far. Let's let, cross stop. your fingers. Yeah, no kidding. You never know, man. You never know. Yeah. So what even happened to the gym? Do you know? They were fixing some masonry work around the side, and there's some things above the windows that they're fixing, and that got into more than they thought. And now that we have air conditioning, we really don't need all those windows. And so that project just grew as it came through. I'm guessing. I'm not saying I'm the expert on it, but I think it was something like that. Yeah. You know, just seeing pictures of people that actually got into the gym, there's just like a solid, like, quarter inch of dust all over the whole thing and yeah and it's their job to clean it Mm -hmm. the the construction place has a group that comes in and cleans it but there's going to be dust everywhere yeah they said it's going to take like a week to a week and a half to clean it all up oh my yeah and that's probably to deep clean it and that gem probably hasn't been deep cleaned and just think about having that job Mm -hmm. like you got a little taste of like okay let's say i'm a mover that's all i do is move people because you did that all summer long yeah what if you were a cleaning out <laughs> dust out of construction places Ugh. i i feel like my allergies would want to yeah shoot me you couldn't do it yeah not not be fine you'd have no. just not all you'd over probably be face. overdosing on benadryl pretty much every day <laughs> you'd be laying down taking a nap from your benadryl in the bleachers in a uh in a nice little dust blanket right yeah <laughs> it's like also like um other people that do hard work like that and they just I don't understand how people can handle that with their well, allergies and all that stuff. Yeah, and if they're outside, especially this time of the year, the mm-hmm. pollen's high. And yeah, I've even noticed it. I don't have bad allergies, but I can, I've noticed it. Like when we go outside to march and things like that. Do yeah. you have allergies, Riley, or no? Yeah, pretty bad. Really? Um, like last week, I was not doing good. And that also <laughs> comes with my dad. He works at a Corteva, which used to be Pioneer, and they started harvest last week. Right. So, so all gonna the farmers flying. are going to start picking, and, you know, it's just going to be get stupid and you know i had covid two weeks ago and literally two days after i had covid i got a sinus infection because Mm -hmm. the pollen went so bad and everyone's getting the sniffles you could hear it's kind of annoying hearing everyone sniffing all the time so it's that time of the year yeah that's the fall for you i just hope i don't get the flu again because the flu sucks it's It's only a matter of time for flu season yeah don't get sick (laughs) please i missed so much school last year (laughs) from being sick and I, I, I hate missing school because having to play catch-up sucks. Yeah. I think anyone can attest to that, that if you are out for a week, it's just not fun coming back because you are flooded with 3,000 pages of homework, it but seems But you can like. do most of that stuff at home. A lot of it you can, but sometimes teachers won't email it to you, and they'll give you paper oh. assignments when you get back when they're doing paper assignments in class. And well, it's your fault. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can you believe this is our third season? No, I'm actually... It's actually this is crazy. Cool. Like, I'm looking at the unit that we bought three years ago or two or whatever. Um, by the way, for people who are listening, this is we can do this because of the 21st century uh, program. And we've got a, uh, a new leader. Her name is uh, Kempke, I believe is her last name, Mrs. Kempke. And she's doing a great job. She got us a couple more things to help us out. And uh, we want to thank them for, for doing all this stuff. Yeah. So... What do you think about some of the new rules that have been kind of put in place around the school? It's a lot different, um, which I think is also because of the whole COVID thing. It was hard to regulate so many rules at one time. So it was very lenient on what we could and couldn't do. Um, I think that some of them are beneficial. 
some of them, I don't know. I think, I mean, as a student, I'm going to want to be on my phone all the time. That's just how it is. Like, mm -hmm. I want my phone. But I think it is beneficial to have a time to place and to put them up and get them away when we're learning. I think all the new rules are great. And I love our new boss. He's paid to say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Listen, I think, it's, you know what I've noticed? And you guys, when we put, okay, so last year when we stopped playing and we'd put our horns away, that everybody would be on their phone and nobody would talk to each other. They just be have their head in their phone. Now that the phones are in the pockets, you guys are talking to each other. And that's what it's supposed to be about. You know what I'm saying? So that is good. And I noticed that the first week, and I thought, man, I haven't heard my band this loud in a long time. Now, in two weeks, that's going to irritate the tar out of me. <laughs> but for now, I like it. I like that noise. I like people talking. Yeah, I, I think it is a good thing to try to get people to, you know, talk with each other because a lot of it's, you know, just over the phones and, like, Snapchat and all that stuff. That's like... I mean, you could be sitting right next to people and they'll be Snapchatting each other. And that's that's dumb. OK, so but we're talking about the cell. Like when you walk into a room, the cell phone goes in a pocket. That's the new rule. Yes. Right. That's what we're talking about that. What's some of the others? Um, we nope. can't let anyone in. Which um, that was their last. Yeah, that was their last year. But like um, you people would still do it. But they got a lot stricter on that. And I think that's a good nope. safety improvement. Yeah. No backpacks. Mm -hmm. Right. That's that's awesome. You don't, you don't like that one. I don't as much care for that one, but I understand why we have to do it. It's too, it's more, I mean, the reason why you don't like it is the lack of convenience. Mm -hmm. It's way more convenient, especially when you have ninth hour band sure. and then you have yeah. a, a, your lockers on the other side of the school. It's a lot easier to bring it down and no hat, out. no hats, no hoodies, which was always there. Mm -hmm. That was one rule they really did stickle on yep. last year is no hats. And that's because that rule has been around forever. Yeah, uh, I don't mind it. It was fine. Yeah, like no pop during school. Like yeah, like you can't have. Yeah, they've. You could have water. Yes. But no other drinks. Like mm -hmm. the kids that buy Coffee Junction and come in and carry it around all morning. That used to drive me crazy. <laughs> I think that also comes with the new flooring and all that stuff. They don't True. want to get that destroyed yeah. and because, nasty. Yeah, gross, sticky sugar and sticky floors are not fun. That's one of my things. That one of my trigger things. Sticky floors. Hate it. Cannot do it. Hate it. Like when it's humid and all that stuff, and you could you could hear your shoes clicking on the ground. Like, yeah. ugh. you know, what my thing is like wet socks. I hate it. And last night, this happened. This is real. This is the truth. Amber doesn't listen to this, so I don't care. She was eating an ice cream bar and dropped a big chunk of it on the floor and didn't know it. And then I walked in and stepped in it. And I was like, "What? <laughs> Come on!" And she was like, "I didn't know I did it." Blah, blah blah. So socks gone. Have to start all over again. Because of a sloppy ice cream bar. You know, I've waited enough water that it doesn't bother me, my wet socks. I, I'll put on soaking wet shoes to go outside to let my dog out. Gross. And Can't just do it. Not, not care. Nope. You have any pet peeves, Riley? Um, that would bother me. Wet socks? Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. See, I have a problem when I get, like, sand in my shoes. Like, even though you can't really feel it, but when you get just a little bit of sand in your shoes, it really bothers you. Don't you me. live in New Boston? Mm -hmm. I live in New Boston, so <laughs> everything is sand out there. Yeah. So it it gets really annoying. <laughs> we need to. We've been talking too long. You've done a good job, Larry. <laughs> Hunter Larry Smith. Larry Hunter Smith. Larry Hunter Lee Smith. Lee is your middle name. So is mine. Well, Hunter's also my middle name. Oh, you're one of those two middle namers. I'm named Larry. You can't make fun of me for having two middle names. <laughs> What's your middle name, Riley? Joe. 
Oh, that's right. I've asked you that before. Very basic. <laughs> I know, but it's good. And it's just J-O. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been September's edition of Student Talk. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. I'm Kellen King, and we're here with the podcast, and we're here with Mrs. Cooper, and we're about to do our faculty interview. That was so great. Good job. Thank you, Mr. Rogers. <laughs> Mrs. Cooper, how are you? I am doing well. How are you guys? That's great. This is Kellen's first interview. I'm excited. And I'm he's excited. doing a great job. Yeah. I'm excited for you, Kellen. Yeah. yeah. Sam. He needs to relax a little bit. Like, do you, can you see your questions on there? Yeah. Okay. So, like, yeah. what's your first question? <laughs> so, Mrs. Cooper, uh, how did you get into teaching principal? Like, how did you get into being right. a part of the school? Yeah, so I actually grew up, both my parents are retired teachers, which made me not want to be a teacher when I was <laughs> younger. Um, just seeing it, just the amount of work it took, the stress that they and time that they put in. But as I got older, I realized that, yes, it's a lot of work and time and stress, but the benefits to it are also um, innumerable. And my parents both loved their jobs, were very passionate at what they did. My mom was a middle school special education teacher. My dad was a middle school choir director, both in Clinton, Iowa. And I just, I loved their passion for what they did. And wanted to have that same kind of passion for my job and what I did. So as I got older, I started working you know, as a tutor for different things in high school and college and just really loved that and knew that I wanted to get into education. And I debated whether I wanted to teach music or math and decided that I liked math and I loved music. So I went into music education initially. Did that for about 15 years, then still loved it and was just kind of ready for the next challenge, the next thing. And the things that I loved about teaching music were building relationships with students and helping students reach their full potential and just creating something beautiful together and helping students find connection to school. And I realized that while I loved music, my passion for teaching was all of that other stuff. And music was just the medium in which I got to do that and realized that if I got into the administration field of things, that maybe I could have an even grander impact and encourage other teachers to build on those same foundations and build those same relationships with students and encourage students to reach their highest potential and all of the well, things that I loved about teaching. I thought, hey, maybe I can inspire other teachers as well. So, But still be in a position where I could build relationships with students as well. So, Did you say your parents are retired? They are. That's going to be great. Why is that going to be? I just talked oh, about, you're retired. Like I'm, yeah, I'm thinking about my retirement. <laughs> yeah, they are. And my dad substitute taught for a while. And mm -hmm. Yeah, but no. Yep, they're retired teachers. Good for them. Good for them. Uh, so besides, you talked about you had math in mind. Yep. Were there any careers besides, like, teaching yeah. specifically that you had? So when I was a junior in high school and I started looking at colleges, I was actually wanted to be an actuarial scientist. So some, <laughs> Kellen's looking at me like, what? I would like to know what that is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, um, working with math statistics. So actuarial scientists work for a lot of insurance companies and things like that, working with statistics and finding out, um, basically they're the people who decide how much we spend 
lot of other things too, but started digging into that career path a little bit and realized that it just wasn't for me. It's a lot of number crunching, sitting in a cubicle, which is great. You know, everybody needs to do what they want to do. But that was not for me and I wasn't going to be happy in that. So that's when I yeah, decided to get into the education side. I think Christina McKnight does that. Jack's older sister. Like she went and got. It's a great gig if yeah. you love math. Yeah. But it's like a lot of testing. Oh, yeah. You know, you got to go through all that yeah. stuff. You, you get your undergrad degree and then there's a huge sequence of these super challenging tests that you have to. Yeah. It's like the probability of insurance claims coming in. Yep. And what they need to charge you for your car premium versus yep. the chance of you getting in an accident. Like you are. Yeah. This year, this many years old, you drive yeah. this many miles, you live here. This is your, like, what's the probability that you're going to get into an accident, like, mm-hmm. basically. Uh, so, throughout high school, people usually get their first job or mm-hmm. they'll, they'll start in college when they need to make money. Yep. Uh, <laughs> when did you get your first job and what was that? So, I got my first job um, summer before my freshman year of college. So, I when I was in high school, I had the fortunate situation where my parents both worked and my parents encouraged us to be as involved as we could in school. And if we had time for a job, great. If we didn't, that was okay. And I was, I'm fortunate to say that. So I didn't have a job in high school except for babysitting in the summertime. So I guess babysitting would be my first job. And then summer before my freshman year of college, I worked for the city of Fulton. I grew up in Fulton, Illinois, and I did energy audits for the city through a grant program that they had. Sounds super exciting, doesn't it? (laughs) And then after that, I worked a factory job, actually, in the summers while I was in college at Drives Incorporated. They make roller chain, like industrial-sized roller chain for tractors and things. So I worked a dip tank and did all kinds of fun line work in a manufacturing plant, which actually I loved. So that was my summer job. Also worked at, like, a YWCA day camp for a while. When I was in college, I worked in the admissions office. So I was the person that gave you a tour of the of the campus and tried to get you to come to Central College in Pella. Kellen and I are both Happy Joes. I'm a vet happy of Happy Joes. Joes. I'm, coming up, I'm coming up on, yeah? I'd say a vet. How many years have you been there? One. <laughs> I, did, I did a two and a half year tour. <laughs> so I, the first time I ever worked in food service was actually when I was teaching. So it was before I met my husband and I was just bored in the summertime because as teachers, especially music teachers, our jobs never stop. Like it's go, go, go all the time. And then summertime would hit and I'd have a little bit of a down, you know, downtime and I'd get bored. So I worked as a um, server at Montana Jack's. No always. kidding. Yeah. I loved it. We still, I go to Montana Jack's a it's lot. Great food. Like I'll, their salad bar is good. I'll bet. I'll bet I met you back in the day and we didn't even know it. You're probably right. Yeah, me, I probably me and told my little you flannel that. shirt and cowboy hat <laughs> was probably waiting on you. I said, you need more cottage cheese out of here. <laughs> Maybe no, I loved that job though. You just get to talk to people and it was great. That's one of those places where like it's busy at three thirty, four o'clock because the older crowd are coming out for yes. supper. Yep. Because they're going to bed at eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For a good steak and yep. whatever. But they're usually not the good tippers. They're not? No. Not the early birds. Hmm. Kellen's shaking his head too. No, Do we you, don't. So if anybody's anything. listening to this podcast and you're an early bird, tip. You need to tip better. <laughs> tip well. Yeah, don't worry. Nobody <laughs> listens to this. <laughs> we talk about that. So now you're making pizzas, right? Are yeah. You, yeah. I I don't make the pizzas. I either cut I cut the pizzas or I'm over on grill like making burgers, uh, chicken sandwiches, all that stuff. So what determines whether you pie slice a pizza or party slice a pizza? Uh, so they can ask 
for that specifically. Good uh, to know. First time that happened was yesterday for me. <laughs> really? Yeah. And then we have like specific like cheese sticks yeah. is what they're called. Right. And you just get marinara. And those are when you get like the party slice. But anything else is just regular. Why is that? Why do they party slice their cheese sticks? More uh, shareable type <laughs> yeah, item. No, Thank I you. I could do you do it for the dessert to put too? Kellen on the spot. Yes. Man, I, I, are the dessert pizzas good? They're delicious. I like them. I actually I really them. love Happy Joe's breakfast pizza. It's and good. People are going to be mad at me for saying this, but it's better than Casey's. I like them both. I haven't had Happy I Joe's will, in a Okay, long time. I will say Casey's like <clears throat> Casey's bacon or sausage mm-hmm. better, but Happy Joe's veggie breakfast pizza so good. Yeah, so good. We kind of got off topic there a little bit. Now I'm okay. hungry. Way to go! <laughs> Don't blame that on me. I know. <laughs> Uh, so where did you end up going to college? I know you'd said earlier. Yep. So I went to college undergrad at Central College in Pella, Iowa, which is a small liberal arts college, just about 40 minutes south of Des Moines. Um, loved it. And then graduated from there and taught for three or four years and then started my my first master's degree and went through Walden University, picked there because I could do it all online. And at the time, my husband and I were getting ready to move to Germany. So we lived in Germany for three years, and looking at your questions, I'll dive more into that later. Um, but so I knew I needed something that was asynchronous and something that was online. So, and then finished that, worked for a while more, decided I wanted to do administration. So then my master's in educational leadership was from Western Illinois. Did you have to do full thirty-six hours then? Yeah. Again. Yeah. Ugh. So I'm at like MA plus seventy. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter with this job. Right. No, that's a lot of schooling, though, man. I love it, though. I actually, I want to go back and get my PhD. So I don't know when, and I'm not looking to leave this position. You know, I I love it. I want to do this. Um, But I want to find a program that I can do while I work, too. And I'll wait wait a couple years because I just finished my last master's a year ago. So, but I would love to get my PhD in education. So say you get your PhD. Yeah. Do you have a plan after that? I still don't really know what I want to be when I grow up. Um, <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> I still say that. Yeah. No, I, I love where I am currently, and I love my job. I love being here at Mercer County. And um, so I don't anticipate that changing anytime soon. But near the end of my career, I think it would be awesome to teach at the collegiate level. I would love to teach those, like, freshman levels, so you want to be a teacher classes. I think that would be awesome. I would appreciate that within the next few years. <laughs> Are you going to go into education? I'm, I'm still debating, but that is... Nice. One of my two options. Well, what, you, you, what year are you? He's a senior. senior. Oh, well, that's not going to be next year because I don't have my degree yet. But <laughs> what do you what do you want to teach? Do you think English? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so silly. English that's was the my same reaction I get every single like time. lit or the grammar of it. The grammar. Oh, I, I didn't know if he was asking like lit, like literature, or like lit, like <laughs> like. You think <laughs> that's not cool that. anymore? That's, I do. That word's not cool anymore, though. <laughs> Right? I don't know. No, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. It's cool. I hope yeah. it is. I use that way too often. Oh, for oh sorry. <laughs> uh, so besides picking up random jobs during yep. the summer, what do you like to do in your free time? Love to travel. Love to be outside. Um, love going on adventures with my six-year-old kiddo. We like to go hiking, and my husband loves to hike too, so we like to do that. Um, and yeah, traveling. Unfortunately, you know, COVID, we haven't done that a whole lot as much lately. Did go to San Francisco in the spring, which we've been there before, but love that city. Um, yeah, anything outside, music. I'm a foodie, so trying new restaurants and things like that. Yeah. Have you tried any new restaurants in the past year that you are 100% going back to? Ooh, that's a great that's question. That's a good question. Mm. Um. There's a restaurant in the Quad Cities. Now, this would be like 
This is a little expensive. This is a date night. But there's a restaurant in the Quad Cities called Hemispheres that's really good. Where is it? Um, you would ask me that. Uh, 53rd, I think. It's, on it's up there? Yeah. Hemispheres. Yep. So the executive chef there was the dad of a student that I taught at Bettendorf. And it's so good. They also own, I believe it's the same family that owns Buddha Fair Bistro. Yeah. And that's like they're more like affordable right gonna say, like, right. yeah option hmm. oh that's a good question though now i got thinking now you I, know where you can take your homecoming date there oh that's it's pretty expensive but you you have a job okay. you work at happy joe's no you'll be all right <laughs> take her to hemispheres it's good. It's good. just because her prices are expensive doesn't mean i get paid a lot <laughs> dad will pay for it yeah i might get to take the camaro <laughs> okay that's That'd good cool. take the good or the bad he always tells me i can drive like Whatever car he has that year, because right. you know he switches every year. Sure, yeah. But it's always stick. That sounds mm-hmm. like oh yes. It's funny that he thinks I know how to drive stick. You don't. <laughs> Everybody should know how to drive a stick. Can I drive the Camaro? I, I'll it's, drive you to it's your manual. date. I'll, I'll it's, <laughs> it's automatic now. Oh, I can dang. I can oh, okay. drive it. No, you gotta drive manual. <laughs> okay, so you guys should give me some advice. Where should I go to eat? My my favorite place is Duck City. I've never been. Oh, We've you always need to go. talked about it. It's expensive too. Okay, we'll but it's it's very very we good. We have a kid free day on Saturday. Maybe we'll go Saturday. Mm-hmm. I'd All call, right. get a reservation. All right. It's not the biggest place, but it's very like it's one of those places where you walk in and they show you all the mm-hmm. all the things and he explains the chef explains nice. all the dishes. Yeah, See, you and, like it. Um, Faithful Pilot McClare used to be that way, mm-hmm. and then they changed chefs. That's not the good, but it used to be really good. Right. So I'm not a big like go to a restaurant. Yes, man, are they expensive? Yeah, it's true. I, I spend way too much. <coughs> I spend stupid amounts of money on food. It's dumb. I, know it. <laughs> I went to, I think it's called Bridgeside. It's. Mm. I went with some of my friends, and it was really good. Where's it's that? just, it's just over the uh, bridge going to Davenport. <laughs> I don't know. It's either well, da- yeah, Davenport or Bettendorf. It's either depends or. on what side remember. of the bridge you're on. I wasn't driving. Okay. I know that. Right. You might Check be. It, it might be Bettendorf because if you're Bettendorf. going over Centennial, I don't think I she had, went down there. I have no idea. You need to figure out your map. Was it the brand new bridge? Yes. Then you okay, then that was Bettendorf. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. I don't get out. It's okay. It's okay. I stay on my little mower. <laughs> That's right. Cutting around town. Kellen mows my lawn. What do you? What do you call it when you go to like Bettendorf? Like, are you going to the? We had this conversation. I know. What do you say? Like, when you're going to the Quad Cities, what do you say? We're. Go- I'm going to. The cities. Yeah. yeah the cities so we're going to the right. cities. See, my husband grew up in Orion, and he's like, "No, it's called downtown." I'm like, "No, it's called the city." He's like, so who wrong. calls it down? He's wrong. He's really I've wrong. Never, I've never heard it called Orion downtown. people. Orion people. <laughs> Or maybe just my husband. No. Yeah, probably only one person. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sorry. Sidetrack. Um, so you had talked about you obviously went to college mm-hmm. and were at liberal arts art school. Yeah. You huge into music. Do you have any favorite artists? That's a great question. And I feel like as a music teacher, I should have a good answer. And I don't. It just really depends on my mood. Like, I listen to just about everything. And is it the same thing for genre? Yeah. Yeah. Lately, like, my drive to work music... I'm an 80s, 90s kid, so, mm-hmm. like, lately I've been listening to, there's a Pandora station that's called The 90s Were Great, Let's Have a Festival. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's been, funny. That's been my go-to. So it's, like, you know, Green Day and Foo Fighters mm. and Chevelle and, like, that kind of stuff. I love that. So, yeah. And then off the same type of question, any favorite movies, shows, anything like that you're watching right now? Mm. I'm starting to get my son into some of the movies that I loved when I was a kid. 
So he is into the Goonies right now, and I love that movie. It's also getting to be fall, so, you know, Hocus Pocus has got to be on there. I love that movie. I don't think I've ever seen it. What? Is that bad? Yes. Kelly, have you seen Hocus Pocus? I can't say it. What? <laughs> What's wrong with you guys? Okay. Like, is it a Disney flick? or? Well, I know yeah, it's not it animated. Was, it was made by Disney back in the day. Right. It's like Bette Midler and Sarah Jessica Oh, Parker okay. Now, I know what you're talking about, but I still oh, haven't seen so it. Oh, good. But I really don't have a favorite movie. Those just. <laughs> what's that favorite I just gave him that look like, I don't think I'm going to like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of one of those like cult classics. Sure. You know, like it's, yeah, it became know, more popular later. I know what Hocus Pocus is. Right, I've just right. never seen but it. But it's not a musical. No, it's not. Okay. Just because I was a music teacher is my favorite movie. No. Musical? No. I just, when you said Bette Midler, I was like, does she sing in it? Oh. No. She just acts. I don't, I don't know. I don't really have a favorite movie. Hmm. I like historic, like I I like nonfiction, like historic movies, or like movies that like bend the true bend history. Like oh, what's it? Monuments Men? Love that movie. I think I saw that. It's good. No, that was George Clooney, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 So like movies that are based off of actual historical events, but kind of bend the truth. Don't look at like, me like that. That was about. <laughs> um, it's awesome. A group of guys. They're American, American soldiers, and they're going and looking for well, all the art that they supposedly had hidden yep. during World War II. Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> and I think John Goodman's in that too. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So watch it. There was a special group of guys. They put together a task force basically to go try to protect the art that Hitler was trying to steal and like hide all over Europe. So it's it's really cool. <laughs> yeah. I've always like I won't go out of my way to go and watch like a war movie. Mm-hmm. I just. We would always get out of class, like in history <laughs> classes. <laughs> to watch like them. We, like we would play like 1917 or just not older, but yeah. some war movies. So I, I always appreciate those. Those are good. Yeah. Uh, so you've been working here mm-hmm. with like in session for about a month. What's your favorite part about the high school so far? That's a good question, too. Mr. Ruggles, just kidding. Um, no, I think my favorite part so far, so far, has just been getting to know everybody. You know, when you're coming into someplace new, like my first priority is just building relationships with people, and getting to getting to know what makes the school tick and what makes people tick, and getting to know the community a little better. And so, really, that just having conversations with people, getting to know people, and getting a better a better sense for just the climate and culture within the building. Me thinking about it, there's a lot of people. Yeah. To know and yeah. to talk to and to figure it out, yep. you know, and it's I'm a lot ju- of stuff. And I'm super shy, so that's a problem. You're not shy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. But it, what's cool is my husband grew up in this community, so what's kind of fun is even though I'm kind of a transplant to the community, I mean, I live in Orion, but um, I've got connections to a lot of people already, which is pretty cool. So, yeah. Did I say my husband grew up here? His family grew up here. His family did, yeah. yeah. His family. Mm-hmm. So I've, I mean, there's so many people, and... They're so in depth. Like I've known Mrs. Cook for three years, and I will just never understand her. <laughs> she, Mrs. Cook, are you listening? <laughs> I hope she, she is. She probably won't. I doubt she is, but I'll probably bring this up to her tomorrow. Well, everybody's like an onion, right? You kind of peel everybody. I living in small towns got a. L- it's got some negative stuff to it because yep. everybody kind of knows your stuff. And I grew up in a small town. <clears> you yep. know exactly, but yep. the, but the positives outweigh the Absolutely. negatives. Absolutely. And when the chips are down, yep. 
there's nothing better than this community and helping oh, yeah. out and, and doing all kinds of good stuff. And that's why, I mean, that's what drew me to apply for this job is getting back into a small community and growing up in Fulton and living in Orion. I know the Alito community, the Mercer County community, and the reputation that they have for, you know, just success in everything, athletics, fine arts, you know, just across the board and how the school district and community supports everything. And that was a huge draw. And no, I just, I love it so far. feels like home. And I said that from the very first interview. I got in my car on the way home from my first interview for this job, and my husband said, how did it go? And then my first thing I said was, that felt like home. That felt comfortable. So That's a good way to put that. That's good. I don't know if we can follow that up. <laughs> Even though Mr. Ruggles was in on the interview. I was. He was, yeah. But I don't think I asked too difficult of questions. No, no. Actually, one of the questions I knew you were going to hit a home run on, Oh, which one? Oh. That was the, you probably don't remember, I, but no, you <clears> it was, are out. you used, <laughs> it was, are you comfortable with planning large events? Oh yeah. And I knew you had your show and I didn't, oh, I yeah. asked the same question to everybody. Yeah. So I knew you did your large show choir thing yep. at Bettendorf. So I'm yep. like, she's going to knock this one out of the park, yeah. you know? Show choir. Yeah. What else you got, Kellen? So you'd said about going to Germany mm-hmm. and you were going to touch on that later. Yeah. So. Uh, what are, what are some places that you've been to mm-hmm. that you would g- like to go back to or places you haven't been to that you would like to go to? All right. So I'll start with places I haven't been that I want to go. Greece is on the top of that list for me. We never made it there when we lived in Europe and that just would be, I think it would be awesome. So when we live, we lived in Germany for three years with my husband's job and I taught for the Department of Defense school system while we were there. So we were both full-time working, but every long weekend we had, every break that we had, you know, we traveled all over the place. So when we lived there, we visited 14 different countries while we were there, which was just awesome. And the place that we kept going back to over and over again was Ireland. So I I would say Ireland's probably my favorite. Um, Next to that would be Spain. We went to Madrid and Barcelona quite a few times. Um, And some unexpected places that I didn't think that I would like that I loved were like Budapest, Hungary. Like we went there because we got a cheap flight. And when I'm talking cheap, like inter-European travel is cheap, like 15 euro one way, which is like at the time was like 20 bucks. So like round trip airfare for 40 bucks. (laughs) When was this? This was 2012 to 2015. So, And now the euro and the dollar are about... Mm-hmm. so it's even better so go to europe but no yeah so germany in general loved loved down in the alps the alpine areas of like austria germany and northern italy and ireland and spain so obviously being in the u.s and then being in europe like mm-hmm. they're going to be different but what was the biggest like difference to you you know that's a really good question too biggest difference public transport if we're on that like public mm-hmm. transport in europe is just way different yeah. so easy and <clears throat> we're behind on that oh my gosh way yeah. be- we're behind on recycling we're behind yep. in public transport like mm-hmm. we are behind the rest of the world on a lot of things and i think i think the biggest i wouldn't say difference but living as a minority if you will like for three years opened my eyes to a lot it made me see a lot of things that we could improve upon and do different. And am I proud to live here? You betcha. Like I, you know, proud to be an American, wouldn't want to live anywhere else permanently, wouldn't want to be a citizen anywhere else. But when you get out of here and you experience another culture or cultures and how they live and how they do things, it makes you realize that there isn't just one right way. Like we can all learn from each other and have better ways to do things. So yeah, the public transports, 
I loved the fact, the difference that, you know, in the United States, you can drive for three hours and still be in the same state. And in Europe, you can drive for three hours and be in a completely different country with a completely different language, with a completely different, you know, that culture. Like, yeah. it's like we lived 45 minutes from the France border. We could hop on the train and be in Paris in two and a half hours from where we lived and then also go the other way and be in Munich in a couple hours. And that, that was just cool. That is really cool. That's so, cool. So unless we go off on another tangent, like we have this entire interview. Uh, <laughs> you I told me to talk. I was ready to have no, brief I, answers. <laughs> I appreciate it greatly. But do you have any big future plans for here? For Mercer County. For Mercer County. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have any plans off the top of my head other than like my goal for this first year, especially was just to feel everything out and to get a better picture of what do we do well, what could we improve upon, and then just help facilitate that. I mean, as far as things that we know are kind of in the works, you know, facilities plans, we know that that's going to be happening, changing, you know, some facilities here, hopefully adding and make improving some things, but we don't know what that looks like yet, but I'm excited to be a part of that. So I guess... There's a plan that that's going to happen. What that plan looks like, we have no idea. But <laughs> I'm really excited to be a part of that. I think having taught in big districts, small districts, overseas, you know, I I've, I've kind of have a wide range of experience. I've taught elementary, middle school, and high school levels. I think I can bring a lot to the table as far as facilities and planning and things like that. Um, but no, as far as big plans, just continuing to improve the climate and culture. You know, I told all the students on day one in our student meetings, and I told the staff too, my number one priority as the principal here is just to ensure everybody's physical and emotional safety when they're in this building and that everybody feels safe, welcome, a part of the community, um, because those relationships in that community and that climate and culture is going to drive everything else. So I guess my biggest plans are just continuing upon the great climate and culture and community that are here and just continuing to build that more and more. Did I hear they're cleaning up the gym a little bit? It's getting there. There's not as thick of a layer of dust on the floor anymore. I'm getting, that makes me feel better. I know. I know. I know every day I walk in, there's visible progress now. So that's, that's an improvement. That's good. good. It's amazing on what it does to all the planning when that gym, Uh, like PE classes, volleyball, all that stuff. And our PE teachers have been just stinking awesome about it and Mr. Hofer and the volleyball team and having to just rearrange everything. They've been awesome. Do you want to go ahead and close it out? That was my hand signal for that to the throat. (laughs) Calvin doesn't read nonverbal communication. (laughs) You don't know that's like, we should probably stop. It means the jam needs to come back on. (laughs) Okay. So do you want to thank Mrs. Cooper for being here for the interview? I would love to. I appreciate it very much, Mrs. Cooper. Thanks for inviting me. I hope you have a great me. rest of your year. And good job on your first interview. I'm excited to be a part of your first one. Good job, Kellen. And today for our student interview, we have uh, Matthew Lucas. Uh, Matt, Matthew, thank you for coming in. Yep. Good morning. Glad to be here. What is he like? Does he like Matt or Matthew, or does it matter? I'm kind of a Matthew guy. That's what mom calls you? Yes. All the time. She insists on Matthew. Okay. Now, like when you're in trouble? Full name. Full name with middle name? Middle you know, name, everything. Chips are down. I got, I got yeah. issues. I got to get up. <laughs> All right, well, um, I'm just going to start off with something simple. Uh, 
What do you think about the school year so far? A new principal, new rules, stuff like that? It's definitely different than last year and the years prior just because I feel like this year we're not cracking down more, but it's more um, everybody's got to. Did you hear that coffee slurp? <laughs> yeah. I apologize, Matthew. I'm sorry. I'm not going to do that again. Go ahead. Must, must taste good. Yeah. Um, it's like cracking down more, I guess, but I think it's good for like the um, uniform way that we need to do things. And she's doing a good job of um, she's doing her job well by keeping everyone, I guess, in line and making sure that it's not just a zoo around here, which yeah. it's pretty it's been good so far. Yeah, it's been OK. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, is there anything you're really looking forward to this year, like homecoming, stuff like that? The homecoming and homecoming week as a whole. I feel like that's the. Best part of the year. Oh, the definitely. games and everything and dressing up and Activity seeing whatever. Day. Yeah. Is that your favorite thing of the whole entire year, do you think? That or winter break. <laughs> right. Good <laughs> answer. Coming week or winter break, <laughs> one of the two. Uh, Mr. Ruggles talked to me about this the other day. Um, during Activity Day when they go and announce the freshmen and we boo them. Yeah. What do you think about that? Huge fan. Huge fan. Huge fan. Coming into... Um, when we were freshmen and we got booed, you knew it was going to happen. But then once it actually happens, it's like the loudest mm -hmm. part of the entire activity day oh, yeah. is getting to boo the freshmen. When did you move in? Were you seventh? Seventh, seventh grade was my first year. Right. So yeah. you were comfortable. You knew the kids and all that stuff by the time. Yeah. I played school. like summer ball. Right. And then so junior. Did you play saxophone too? Mm -hmm. Seventh yeah. grade. And I actually was contacted by the director saying, hey, this Lucas kid's pretty good. Miss Wood? Yep. From United? Yep. Yep. But she ne he never stuck with it, so I never got to check it out. <laughs> she, she's an awesome lady. I yeah. Know, I don't know if that's her name anymore. Uh, it is. Miss Wood. Yep. Yep. She's still, she's still Miss Wood. She knows her stuff. She's very organized. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I, I want to say this about, because I always tell the freshmen, like, this is your year to rise above the booze. Stand up and cheer for yourself. Stop. Drown them out. And they all look at me like, there's no way we're doing that. <laughs> and I, the freshmen boo themselves. Like, oh, they're yeah. that defeated. I'm going to be honest. I think I booed myself. You probably did. We, we probably did. Yeah. Think about what your body has to decide at that point. You're like, uh, I'm going to boo myself. Yeah. If there's no malcontent intended there. I, don't, I mean, we're just having fun. Yeah. 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 And then once... You're booing yourself. You've already lost. Right. <laughs> There's no coming back. But the sophomores get booed, too, to be mm -hmm. fair. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the juniors have a little bit more confidence, so they really don't. And, of course, the and seniors And then the freshmen scream. try and boo the seniors, and it never it works. Never works. Hey, on no. that topic. Yeah. I, we In band yesterday, we had some, some junior boy volleyball call-outs for the seniors. Like, the juniors think it's their year. No. You don't think no. so? No. Our, our class last year when we were juniors, we beat the seniors. That's true. Which is like the first time like that that's happened, I know. Mm -hmm. of. Um, I least, can't remember. since we've been at school. I, it doesn't happen very I know often. for sure we beat them in volleyball, mm -hmm. which was kind of funny. Are you playing volleyball, do you think? Oh, I was, that might I, be an issue. I, no? I filled out the activity <laughs> form at 7 a.m. Oh, actually. good for you. I think I filled it out five minutes after it was sent. Yeah. Do you think Maybe. people like, because I tried to give everybody a heads up, like, I'm going to send it out here, it's first come, first serve. Mm -hmm. People are thinking about that? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You guys talked about it? Yeah. yeah. I woke up, I made sure to wake up early. 
earlier than normal I to think, be able to do oh it. Yeah, I gosh. think if it's something like like the activity day or something that they don't have to do schoolwork for, they're going to fill out a form. Right. And to be honest with you, all I do is I sit here with a legal pad like this, and I go, senior boys volleyball. And I just go down the list on who did it first. Mm-hmm. And I take 10, probably. Yeah, I think you know? Yeah. And I try to include as many as I can as we get through because mm-hmm. most people want to do it. But anyway. All right. Well, Matthew, you're a big football guy. So... What do you think and expect out of this uh, football season? With all the freshmen coming in, all those other seniors who are a big part of it leaving. I think it's the main thing is be better than the year before. And the year before was not a letdown in a way, but, I mean, we want to go as far as possible. And being, you know, kicked out in the first round, I guess, that's kind of sucked. That's yeah, the tradition here, you know. Yeah. No, it's not. But we got to <laughs> – this year, I think, is going to be good because we have a large senior class and then mm-hmm. a large freshman class, too. So I think the biggest part is, like, teaching the freshmen and letting the freshmen know the way that things are supposed to be done. Yeah. And then no matter how this year goes, if we do our job in that and build off that, then they'll be able to have success after we leave. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Um, what do you think about playoffs this year? Good chance or no? I think we'll have a decent chance, especially if we keep playing – good like the way we have mm-hmm. and then i guess tomorrow will let really let us know like what kind of a team we are overall um and especially if we get a home playoff game again every every year since we've been here we've had a home playoff game minus the covid year which that sucked but if we just have a home playoff game and we get like the entire community to come like we have mm-hmm. that that helps it's way easier to play at your home school than have to go 2 hours to a hostile i guess environment especially in the playoffs when you know if you lose you're done you had a great game last friday thank you yeah it took a little bit of time for the whole entire team to warm up it yeah seemed, seemed like like, like we got to the second quarter maybe towards the end we're like okay now we're playing football. i feel like every two seconds a flag was going oh, in the it, air now we're not blaming refs i'm not blaming refs but they threw a lot of flags it a lot was of flags. a bit of a frenzy yeah. but i mean that that hofer didn't seem too happy no, probably not. Yeah. I, I don't really know. It, I feel like it does take a while for us to get going, which I don't know why. I feel like we're one of the teams that people would be like, oh, yeah, they're a second-half football team. It's kind of we're slow, and then maybe at halftime we might get chewed out or get a motivational talk. I was going to ask you, is there like a fiery halftime, like, hey, let's go? Yeah, even if we're winning, right. and we know <laughs> that we should be winning by more, like right. last Friday. I feel like we all expected to be winning by more, and we weren't. So then it's just, like, mainly, like, switching our game plan. Or not switching it, but adjusting on it. And then after that, um, that motivational speech or whatever to get us all going. But to United's credit, they played pretty well. They did. They played well, especially with the backup quarterback because their starting quarterback got hurt. Yeah. And he's one of the best athletes that we've played against so far. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, he was my best friend in like elementary school, so oh. I know him pretty well. So I was sad that he got hurt and couldn't finish, but their backup quarterback did do pretty well. When he How tough is that? Like, you know, those guys, you've grown up with a lot of those guys mm-hmm. on the other side. I like it. I like being able to compete against them because right. I competed with them. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the, like after the game and everything, it's all, sure. it's all French. Like we're still yeah. friends and everything. That's good. Um, Ruggles was talking about this the other day in band. He wants us to be more like peppy and up and at him at the games. What do you think? Does that like motivate you guys to play or anything? And how does that affect your gameplay? A hundred percent. Normally you hear guys who play, who say they just can't hear anything. They just drown everything out and everything, mm-hmm. which I do 
I do understand that. But then last Friday, I also heard in the first half, like, you guys' chants and, like, screaming and getting loud in the band, getting into it. And I personally, I love that because it lets it lets us know that we got however many kids go right. or in the um, Batman, that we got our, our uh, classmates got us. Don't you think I'm right on that? Yeah, I understand what you're saying about that. Because I kind of got on them a little bit. I'm like, I, I've seen better. <laughs> you know, I mean, I really have. And yeah. I don't mean it's their deal. I'm not telling them what to do. Mm-hmm. But we have been much louder mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, making noise before the kickoff and doing that. And we want to cheer with the cheerleaders. Like, oh, this is yeah. a whole thing. And I don't know. We'll see have to, what happens on Friday if it's any different. Friday won't disappoint. Don't you worry. Well, what does Miles Showalter do for the first two games? Is he just sitting there on his phone or what? No. My phone's usually dead by the time. <laughs> <laughs> so I just sit there and, like, scream at nothing. Right. Because, yeah. What I find interesting is there's a lot of kids in, in the student section that don't understand football. Oh, I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm trying to explain to some of these girls. I'm like, this is this is what they're trying to do. Look at that down marker. Yeah. And I don't know if I'm getting through or not. But, you know, this is a big third and five. We yeah. got to get whatever. <laughs> they, gotta, they don't have any idea. They don't understand. Well, if, if I hear an old dude getting angry. I'll get angry. You'll get angry. And if I hear an old guy getting happy. You just repeat like, what they say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mimic yeah. the old angry man. So don't it's almost it. like you don't really have to know what's going on. As long as you just cheer when everyone else is cheering <laughs> yeah, or like, you're upset when everyone else is, then it probably honestly. works out. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, I got one more, a few more questions about football. Um, what advice would you give to like the younger classmen who are in football and people who might be thinking about joining in these next few years? For the guys that are in it now, I think just the biggest thing is to learn everything. Because once you learn everything, then you'll know, you'll have an idea and everything of what's going to happen. If he goes there, the play is going to go there. Or if he goes opposite, but this guy, you know, comes around behind him, then you're going to know that the play is like a misdirection or something or like a reverse. So learning the game, I guess. And then if you're on the fence about it, you just try. Like, mm-hmm. You always hear people say something about, you know, get involved in high school and it'll be better or whatever. So if you just go out and try and then you have fun and then eventually as a freshman, say you get into the JV games and then a sophomore, you're a big part of the JV games. And then in junior, it's like the same thing you were with the freshman with the varsity. If you just try and um, get involved and know what you're doing and learn everything, then you're going to be, you're going to have fun because you'll be playing. Yeah. Um, Going along with that. Since you've been a freshman, how do you feel you've improved in your football years? I guess the biggest thing is being more knowledgeable, I guess, of the game, which is kind of the biggest thing that you have to be when you get older is because, like, when you're younger, like junior high or even before that, you can just kind of rely on, like, pure just being more athletic than everybody. Yeah. But once you get to high school, like as a freshman and you're 14 playing against kids who are 18 Eight, and look yeah. like they pay a mortgage on a house. <laughs> no, it, it's a huge difference. It's, it's like, it night, really is. it's you're like, right. it's like night and day. Yeah, like so, the other game I was looking down there, I was like, those freshmen got something coming for them. Yeah. Big. Yeah. The, the, it's like grown men, but yeah, I guess knowing more, because if I just went out there, you know, not watching film or not have studying or everything running around like that, it was, it'd be, yeah, you'd be able to tell because I'd be going one way and probably get pancaked by a guy 
it looks like he has two kids. But if I know what's going to happen, then I could avoid that and then try to, you know, make a play. Fair enough. All right. Well, one more question for you with uh, all these upcoming freshmen and that they've been around for a little while now. Uh, do you have any advice to anyone who's listening, maybe, to help them get the most out of their high school experience in the next few years? Like I said before, and just get involved. Like, do the homecoming games. Go to football games. Go to volleyball games. The volleyball student section, I mean, that's always really fun, especially with the um, the theme nights and everything. And it is kind of, like, um, unfortunate, I guess, that right now our home volleyball games are in joy, and we yeah. can't get, like, younger kids to be able to, like, hitch a ride real quick. Right, because they don't parents. have licenses. They can't get down there. Yeah. So, but, like, Go to any sporting event you can. It's like for the football guys, we get that little card to go to um, fall sports stuff yeah. and everything. So just doing as much as you can, like, and just trying to be with your classmates and everything. Because as the years have gone on, I think personally, I've gotten closer with a different person or different multiple, like multiple different people yeah. just every year. Different groups and yeah, stuff. And doing, doing anything, yeah. Too many times these kids wait until their senior year and then do stuff, and they think, I should have been doing this the whole time. Oh, yeah. I mean, it happens all the time. Whether it's – for us, it happens with a girl that wants to sing at graduation. Mm-hmm. And we find out she's amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's too late. You're done. Yeah. You know, I mean, she can sing as an adult, but not at high school. Yeah. Um, we're only talking about football. Okay, yeah. But you play basketball. Yeah. And you played baseball. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to put you on the spot. Now, this is no slight to anybody. Right. What's your favorite? You have I'm, to answer. I'm going to go with probably football. He's saying that just because he's in it. Because uh, that's what <laughs> kids answer sometimes. Just whatever they're in. Yeah, they're like, yeah. whatever I'm in, it's my favorite or whatever. Kind of um, like a recency bias type thing. Like yeah, whatever and I understand is. that, you know. Um, I think we're going to have a good football year. I think we're going to have a good basketball year. I think so too. Looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, that'll be a lot of fun. And, you know, football, in terms of the peppiness of it and basketball, are two completely different things because we're right on top of you. Yeah. You know, and I love it. I, yeah. I just love it so much. Like, I love when the opposing team is mad at us because they can't hear each other because we're playing so loud. I just, it's so, they hate us. And it echoes. I know it. And it's so great. What do you think, like, when the band is sitting there cheering, what's your favorite one to hear? Yeah, what's your favorite pep band tune when you're playing basketball? Or do you pay attention? Um, I guess before the game when you guys play Smells Like Teen Spirit. Okay, you like Smells Like Teen Spirit. Big Nirvana guy, so yeah. Duly noted. Fair enough. I do like that. Like, when we're on the court, I'm I'm probably going to do that <laughs> to every, everything that's going on and act like I'm playing the drums. Okay, so you're a senior. Yeah. you got to start thinking about what you're going to do next year. Like, what's the plan? Right now, probably, probably college. Probably play mm-hmm. football in college somewhere. I don't know whether that'll be close to home or sure. far away or anything, but more than likely, if there's a school that I right. like or enjoy, probably go to school to play football. You got plenty of time. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, kids, sometimes they think they don't have a lot of time, but you got plenty of time. That's for sure. What is it, September? <laughs> We got like, like he's not going to be a math got teacher. Like, no, probably not. Yeah. No, but like before, I don't know, January, February, yeah. you should know what you're doing. Yeah, which I kind of do have like an idea. Sure, you have it narrowed like, down to yeah, some things. Most of us do, but we'll I know. see. 
do you get nervous about that stuff or it's just like you're a laid back guy it's not a big deal or whatever happens happens a little bit of both mm-hmm. like i'll get nervous if i like right now i'm just like whatever happens happens but as it gets closer <clears throat> as it gets closer i'll probably get more nervous or be more anticipated on but you haven't been on a college visit yet i've been on a couple I yeah okay. yeah that's good yeah that's good which Has i miles been- Hmm? Have you been on one? Uh, not yet. I told you you need to start going. Are you planning on it? Yeah, yeah. I'm planning on riding up to Michigan. To I'll take. Well, I'm not going to Michigan, yeah. <laughs> but I'll take you. We should go sometime. Okay. I'll call. Him I, well, I guess I did go on to Monmouth with Eli. Yeah. Yeah. You know some people down there. A few. Monmouth is awesome. It it is good. My my kid went there, and so he had a really really wonderful experience. And sometimes. You know, when you go on your visit and you, you just know, mm-hmm. you know, when you're done, you're like, I don't like this place yeah. a lot. The food court really excited me. Well, that that's why huge. that's why they put a lot of money into that. But then the kids will always complain about the cafeteria after three weeks. Like mm-hmm. Anthony was like, this place, no way. But I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. Well, like, because I got there, I was with Eli and I look and there's pizza and I'm like, that looks really good. So eat it. It was really good. But you can eat as much as you want. That's and then what that's saying. why they say freshman 15. Is every, every single day. Yeah. You can get pizza as much as you want every yeah. single day. And you're lifting in a state-of-the-art place and you got turf. And yeah. I mean, there's really a lot of things that, yeah. that are positive, you know, and that's that's really cool. It's exciting to me to watch seniors go out and, you know, Into the look world. at schools and mm-hmm. check it out and helping them out and things like that. And then you get sad on the last Football know. game. No, I don't. Yes, <laughs> you do. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. You know? I'm, like, <laughs> I'm probably going to side with Miles after that. Uh, we we all put a lot into it. You do. We yeah. all do. Yeah. And I, you know, that's what, you know, you know Jim Taylor well. Mm-hmm. And so he's, you know, I, <laughs> he's so funny. He's like, you got six home games. That's so great. I don't think people understand the amount of work you put into it. So then the amount of emotion that you put into it and do all this stuff. And that's what even like if somebody talks smack about what we're doing, that makes me so mad. It gets under your skin. Oh yeah. Because they don't see everything that goes into each home game. No. And now we got to do it six times, which is a lot. Yeah. Like it is. The pork chop, like on Friday. Yeah. The pork chop sandwich. Because you're pork big chop. in the ag department too, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. That's where most of my classes are. Right. So, I'm out there and they're just cooking pork chops all day, taking them out to the stand, getting the stand ready. We were out there earlier this year fixing the fencing and everything, so it's mm-hmm. not that crazy. And we'll be out there um, probably in a couple of weeks putting like little gravel, right. so it's not so such a muddy mess when mm-hmm. it starts raining. Everything like there's so much that goes into every little part, mm-hmm. but we do it right. We do do it right. I think we so. I think do we do it, it right. Probably one of the best. I Sell think so. Out. A lot of poor shops. We do. Okay, I got one more question. Because you're done with your questions, right? Yeah. Go ahead. Tell me what it's like being in school with your dad. I love it, personally. Yeah. Yeah. Because my, both my sisters were, um, they got to have right. them. I don't know if my um, oldest middle sister, I think is how you say sure. it. <laughs> I don't know if she had him as a teacher, but my oldest, oldest sister did. And she liked it a lot, and I like it because it's so convenient. Like, if I need something signed and I forget right. to do it the night before, then I can have him do it. And being in his class is awesome because it's just, like, an extension of, like, what we would talk about, like, at home, if that makes sense. Like, Is there a difference between having your dad as a teacher and, and your dad as a coach? 
Yeah, because I feel like as a player and as a coach, it's more like back and forth in a way that it's not like bad, but it's like right. talking like we both know what's going on and mm-hmm. both both can talk like that. And as a teacher, it's more him informing and telling because I don't know, you know, everything about sure. what he teaches and everything. And I don't know everything about football either, but if we can talk like that, because we both have a common ground there, right? Like he knows way more about both of those. Yep. But if he like for being him being a teacher and telling us like for right now in my building a trades class, we're just got um, materials in to build a shed for the um, greenhouse. Yep. And so he's telling us like what we need, what materials we need, what we need to build it, and everything in the game plan. So having him like that, being like an informant, that's different. But I like it because I, you can tell he like likes what he does, and I'm a cadet teacher for him third hour, and him teaching the first year students, like I can just tell watching that he really like enjoys what he does. Like mm-hmm. he's a nerd about his profession, I guess. Do you know what you want to do? Like if you went to school, do you know what you could declare your major right away? Um, if the school has it, I've been looking for schools with that have construction management. Yeah, as a major. Mm-hmm. Huh? Have you found it? Platteville has really? one, and okay. then there's one in like New York, like sunny, right. sunny Morrisville. I it's think, not one that I see very often, but I think it's needed. I think it's something that would be, yeah, you know. Yeah. I went, I went to a visit to Platteville over the winter, and they had it, and they have like, I feel like every school says this, but they do have like one of the best programs right. for construction management in the com- in the country. Well, that's good. It was like a ninety eight percent like job rate, or and something. that's not that far away. No, it's like it was like two and a half hours. Yeah, that's not bad. All right, Miles, you want to close it out? Yep. All right. Uh, thank you, Matthew, for coming in and talking to us about football and school and stuff. And it was fun. It was fun. Thank you. He got up early for us, ladies and oh, gentlemen. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs>